Welcome to the Self-Publishing Queen podcast. My name is Josiane Fortin and I'm a self-published author. I'm obsessed with helping and motivating writers to publish their books and share their gift with the world. My goal with this podcast is to inspire you to take action and be the writer you want to be. Let's go! Hello, writers. I'm Fortin, and today I'm interviewing Brian Byers. Brian is interested in many different things, but today we're going to talk about his writing pursuit. And he has self-published a new sci-fi book that's coming out by the end of August on Amazon. And he's also a screenwriter, so I'm sure he has a lot to share about writing. So, Brian, please tell us a little bit about you. Well, first, uh, thanks for having me on the show. This My is uh, this is always fun. I I love doing this. <laughs> I I love talking to people, especially over coffee. So, you know, <laughs> I got my coffee too. <laughs> Fantastic. <Cheers>. See, yeah, <laughs> cheers. <laughs> um, yeah, I have uh, I've simplified uh, who I am into a kind of a one sentence, even a couple of words. Um, I have been and always have been and always will be a storyteller. So anything I've ever done, it's about a story. What is the story? There's a beginning, a middle, and an end. There's always a journey. So whether that's an illustration, whether that's a comic, um, a short film, a TV show, whatever I'm working on at the time, um, I already know. The trick is I already know where I want to go with the story. So um I've been doing it since uh, since I was three, probably. Um, and what are the themes sounds... of the story? Like, what is it that you have to say? Do you touch on the same things over and over? Just different. That's a great themes? question. Oh, um, <laughs> you know, I kind of do. Uh, I'm a big fan of the underdog. Okay. I uh, um, uh, love. I love misleading the audience playfully, not in a very horrible way. Um, I like, uh, you know, I, whenever M night Shalomon came onto the scene, I was so excited that somebody was doing what I think I was trying to do prior to him. Um, though he, you know, he's mostly, his stuff is very intense. Um, uh, I like to focus on uh, really good feelings, uh, even in a very uh, rough situation. So, okay. um, yeah, I, I, you know, people, uh, I've done so many uh, award-winning short films that are awesome. horror or sci-fi based that um, people don't understand that that's really not what the story was about. And if they think about it, they go, wow, that was actually a really good story. We just used um, aliens or, you know, we used um, uh, some sort of supernatural spirit, you know, to, to move the story along as a vehicle. But uh, I'm very interested in the underdog and I'm very interested in unconditional love. And so you've been doing that since you were three years old, just kind of yes. stories and telling stories. Kind of. I was, I was always into the stories, uh, Hansel and Gretel, you know, when I was a little kid, you know, the two little kids that were mistreated and then abducted by this lady, they were just trying to eat. They were, you know, starving. And but she was just trying to eat too. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> let's be honest, she's an adult and they were not. So the children win and even more so the girl, 
And so I, I even focus on women uh, in my books more than men. My new book that's coming out is about a woman or about, about women. It's not even about the men that I mislead you into thinking it's a man story and it's not. It's a people story. And so that's the first book that you self-publish, right? This is going to be the first book that I, uh, first novel that I have self-published. I have self-published a children's book and okay. uh, I have uh, self-published a uh, paranormal uh, log book for people that uh, back in the day, they, there used to be you know, ghost hunting teams and they would log all the things that happened to them during the night. I just created a workbook for it, but I just was trying to make it easier. I wasn't trying to self-publish a book. Okay, and why did you decide to write your first book? The first uh, this novel, one. yeah. Oh. Uh, it was intended to be a short film. Um, I wrote it as a short film and I shared it with a friend of mine. Um, he lives in the UK. His name is Stephen Radford. And uh, he's an author and a screenwriter and a designer and my best friend. So I shared it with him and he read it and he said, Brian, let me turn this into a novel. Okay. So... <laughs> Uh, he did. He flipped it into a, uh, a novel. He took uh, the story, the essence, the characters. Um, he didn't lose anything. He just added to um, all the characters and, and built it into a novel. And, and I let him. I just, I trust him so much. And I'm like, I like his writing style. He has a great book called The Gathering Thread. Um, very good book. Um, he self-published that. And uh, whenever he uh, he let me read the first pass of uh, uh, my book, which is called Semblance Anon. Okay. Uh, when I got that um, uh, back, the first read, I read it. And um, <laughs> on the parts where you're supposed to, I cried. And it's my story. But <laughs> it's your story. But he wrote it so good <laughs> that I was like, my Lord, this is, uh, <laughs> this is fantastic. But how long did that process take, like going back and forth? Like you wrote the book and then you read it and then you, mm -hmm. like, did you contribute back? Did you? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we okay. went back and forth on, you know, he would be like, you know, how does this sound? And I would write back and say, I wouldn't do it like this. I would do it like this. Or I'm, I'm confused here. There was even one wonderful moment where a character in the novel drops a weapon. And I'm like, shouldn't somebody try to pick that weapon up? And so we went back and forth. He's like, no, there's too much going on that yeah. they just forget about it. And I'm like, I wouldn't forget <laughs> about it. I would pick up the weapon. I would be like, oh, we got to get this. We could use this. Yeah. You know, it's a, and it's a very intense moment. And we went back and forth. And finally, he sent me a, uh, a graphic that he made that said uh, something like, nobody gets the gun <laughs> i'm like <laughs> okay fine fine that's fine it, so it's, he won it's, the, about the gun he totally he yeah. he won every battle i mean come on he is <laughs> such a good writer and and then i would go back and say um uh, you know should we use the uh, uh the state's version of this word or should we use the uh the american english equivalent we would go back and forth with even little things like you know should yeah. would they say rubbish would this person say that oh i guess they would yes oh that's fine let's just <laughs> leave it 
<laughs> and so how long did that process take? Um, so from the first pass that he gave me, which took about a year, he spent about six months writing it. We went back and forth um, to, and you're going to laugh, to even right now, he just rewrote a whole chapter. <laughs> okay. Be because it wasn't smooth enough. And we know we're about to hit publishing in yes. the next week or two. So it's like, you know, all right, let's just go through it one more time. And I'm on chapter two, rereading everything, looking for punctuation. And, you know, if we use the, the, the word favorite with a U in it, do we continue that use all the way throughout the book? And we need yeah. to make sure which person is saying what, because they're, they're from different countries. You know, okay. some people are from France, some people are from Ireland, some people are from Egypt and America. And, so consistency we brought in uh it's not like your typical sci-fi book it is a um it's a future book you know this is us 800 years in the future so okay. it's very do, real do you dream of people like in 800 years like going through your book and saying oh yeah he got that right you know i've never <laughs> thought about that till you said it <laughs> but i did think about what might it look like and you know, sure, we're trying to colonize planets, but we suck at it. You know, we're just not any good at it. Um, we're still angry at everybody. Everyone's mad at each other politically. Um, there's always lying going on underlying the entire universe, just like it is now. But there's also good. There's small good that grows. Yeah. And so you might have a different, you know, uh, it takes place on a planet called New Paris. Okay. And and is that in France or New Paris? It is. It is else? a French. It's a French-owned planet. It is. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Get, the whole planet is owned by the French. Well, not necessarily. <laughs> it's owned by, but it's been populated. It became a prison planet, and I okay. won't go much further with that. Okay. So, so you have all sorts of people from all nations there yeah. but it's not a political book that's just sort of the underlying tone you start to pick it up as people start to talk uh, some people mutter under their under their breath in a different language and you're like oh well that guy is obviously uh, not irish you know or, or whatever yeah. um and so you said the first pass was six months to write yes it and... was six months to write and we spent another um We've probably spent another eight months rewriting it. Okay. Because like sometimes like I hear writers say like they get writer's block because it's not perfect on the first time, but I guess they don't realize how much rewriting goes into writing a novel. It, it can and, and, it, and it probably should go through a little um, scrutiny, I think. Um, we were very happy with the first pass. We were so happy that we sent it to a very big publisher. Yeah. And <clears throat> we made it through what they have our phases. We made it through the first cut. Okay. They read it and they liked it, but they knew there were issues with it that we didn't know. We didn't even think about. And we were hoping, oh, we're going to, we're going to go through a huge publisher. We're not going to self-publish. We just thought this is going to be amazing. And then a year goes by. And we're still waiting. And I keep calling and they're like, we're almost at looking at your book, probably another two or three more months. Okay. And then COVID-19 uh, came, came on the scene and everything stopped. 
And I was talking to Stephen and I said, I just want people to read our hearts. You know, we've spent so much time trying to make you laugh, trying to make you cry, trying to make you concerned for these people, for specifically the main character ends up being a, a young girl coming of age. So she eventually becomes the main character, which you'll see. Um, and I want people to read it. I want kids to read it. I want, it's uh, it's a family book, if you were to ask me, but you wouldn't know it. You know, you wouldn't go, um, I don't know. It's not, it's not, a, if I were to, you know, and we have it as a screenplay as well. We flipped it into a screenplay as well. So it's a 90 minute uh, film just waiting to happen. Okay. But yeah, it took a long time. We could have just threw, threw it out there, but I don't think it would, um, I don't think we would love it as much. And I don't think the people reading it, they would have, they would stumble into areas that were rough. And so uh, you had this potential deal with a publishing house and you decided that it was taking too long. Yes, over and a year. Said, over a year. So we pulled it. We said, that. yes, okay. we're going to do this ourselves. And okay. it's not about making money for him or I. Um, do we want to make money? Sure. I would love to be a writer, sit at home and just write and be one, be Stephen King, you know, give yeah. me, give me <laughs> that contract, you know, but I, I, well, I got to be realistic. Um, for a first novel, I just want people to read it. And yeah. that's, and that's my know. heart. Like exactly. you never know which one's going to be the best seller. You're right. You're absolutely right. How many will it take for someone? And we'll, <laughs> you know, if a small publishing house came to us, we would probably take that deal in a heartbeat. Yeah. Okay. But, but I'm not worried about it because I already know it's, it's amazing. So, <laughs> and every writer will say that my book is amazing. I spent all this time and, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I do know that I have won uh, many awards as a director, a film director. So I got a gut feeling that this is uh, this is pretty good. I yeah, think people and we get better it. as we write, right? So I'm sure that you get yep. more confidence from all your experience that you've had, and all the prices also like the outside uh, <laughs> like, approval from people. Like you are, I know that I'm always craving for other people to say that was good, that was fun, that was interesting. <laughs> I just want one review of somebody saying. Hey, I liked it. You know, that would be great. You know, I, I don't want it to be a friend. I just want it to be some stranger. Yeah. That's that, what I want. That enjoyed you know. it. Yeah. And what advice would you give to an aspiring author? So my belief is that we are all aspiring authors, everybody. Um, how many people have you run into that say, I'm going to write a book? Or I've got yeah, a, a book lot, inside a me. Yeah. And how many of those people actually write a book? Very few. I can't name one. I can tell you more people that have come up to me and I go, hey, where have you been? I just wrote a book. And I go, you're a rock star, man, because you did it. You <laughs> went out there and you didn't tell anybody. You just did it. And I think that's the... That's the uh, if I have to leave with one, one thing for someone that wants to write and they have it in them, you just start writing and you don't tell people about it. You don't 
I know you're excited about it. That's great. But if you start sharing it too much, you've already told the story verbally. So then you don't have that energy, that fire to put it on paper, you know, or, or digitally, you know, you don't okay, have that so fire. Keep the story secret so that you have Mostly. the motivation to write it and share yes. it in written form. Yeah. Because the payoff saying I wrote a book in comparison to, let me tell you about the book I'm going to write. Yeah. You know, the payoff is so much bigger when you go, <laughs> here's 400 pages of my book, you know, and it doesn't matter really if anyone likes it, you did it, you accomplished that, you know, yeah. I think that's a, I think that's a very, um, a key thing. And if you're really, really serious about writing, and I, I borrow this from Jack Kerouac, um, advice, the best advice I've ever read was his, and to write as close as you can to the end of the story, and okay. you will what have a mean? novel. Well, let's say, uh, let's say I'm going to write Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. I don't want to start the story with the mother and father having a baby and naming the baby, you know, Gretel. It, that's so long and that's such a long ways to get to the end of that story where the okay. witch dies. Yeah. You want to write closer to the end, as close as you can get to the end. And once you've done that, look and see how many pages you have and you'll be surprised. You'll be like, wow, I've got 300 pages. <laughs> that might be your book and it might require a prequel or a backstory or it might be part of a trilogy. Don't try and write a trilogy Try and write a book. Try and write a story. Yeah. And like, what was the hardest thing about uh, becoming a self-published author? Like, what what was the hardest thing? Um, well, let's see. Um, my first self-published book is a children's book called I Think We've Got Ghost. Okay. And it's about a little kid that experiences all the different types of ghost and spiritual apparitions that ghost hunters experience. I wrote this for little kids that didn't know how to explain what they might be seeing in their house. It gave them kind of a voice of, it's this one right here. This, I see something like this. Okay. And it's very cute and Shel Silversteiny. I'm also an illustrator, so I, I drew it. I think the hardest thing about self-publishing a book is making the book. The yeah. self-publishing you can do in about four hours it only it doesn't take long you just sit and that down one, and was it on uh, on amazon too yeah amazon okay. yep um no actually that one was on amazon but it started off at lulu.com okay so it was a lulu press book and then it went over to amazon and um, i don't even know if it's available anymore i it's been so long it's been like over 10 years ago And so what would you say to someone who wants to self-publish versus like going to a publishing house? So there are two types of people. There is someone that is just starting their first novel and there is Stephen King. And if Stephen King said, I'm going to self-publish a book, I would go, the guy's a genius because <laughs> he doesn't care anymore about, you know, being published by a big publisher. Now he's looking at just gaining a, a bigger audience. Yes. But as a self-published artist, you have the ability to uh, control your, your design of your book, the mm -hmm. length of your book, um, 
all the misspellings and gram grammatical errors that you have in your book. You have the, uh, the control over what size it is, whether it's paperback, hardback, a strictly e-download digital book. Um, you have all this control and uh, you have the ability uh, to put it out there and then tell people, hey, I've got a book out there. I'm looking for a publisher. So it's, it's an adventure. So if you're going to be someone that's interested in publishing your first book, uh, self-publishing is a great way to go. You, mm -hmm. you can get more people interested in your book, especially if you're an aspiring author or a new author, because the bigger publishers, they're not necessarily looking for a new author. They're looking for the next big thing. But yeah. a small publisher is looking for someone that's already self-published a book that they can pick up and republish it through their brand, through their company. So um, it's a stepping stone game. Yeah. But you have all you have all the control. Whereas if you have a publisher, they have all the control. Right. And how do you go about promoting your book, your next book? What's your strategy? My strategy is to go on uh, podcast <laughs> guests, <laughs> <Like> this one. <laughs> yeah, and go on Facebook and say, "Hey, I uh, I wrote a book. Anyone want to have me on a podcast?" Do you have a following? Um. That's a weird question. I do. Um, That's not, a weird question. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, you, you don't just walk up to somebody. Hey, do you have a following? <laughs> yeah, I guess I do. Um, I, I don't ever really look at it like that. But um, there are people that, um, because I'm in TV and film and uh, animation and game design and stuff like that, there are a lot of people that just sort of uh, they follow me on Instagram or on yeah. Facebook or whatever, and so. So there are potential customers where you can promote the book. Right. Too. Yeah. But podcasts are great because uh, right now during this whole, you know, C-19 thing, people are at home and they're running out of Netflix. So <laughs> now they're resorting to podcasts. There's a ton of content out there. Yes. And there's new podcasts. There are old ones. Um, I don't think one's better than the other. But the best way to advertise uh, or market your book is to go on uh, <clears throat> go on podcasts like this one or uh, post hey I wrote a book it's called this you can get it here and then hashtag you know uh, looking for publisher hashtag um, new book hashtag board want to read a book on Instagram and you'll get a million people checking out what it is that you've got if they're looking for something okay so. let me take that. Like, I need to write those hashtags. I'll, I'll have to listen back to them. <laughs> oh, you can write any hashtag. <laughs> hashtag sci-fi novel. You know, that's what I, I plan I on doing. I write in French, so that's always an issue for me because there are oh. fewer readers. Mm -hmm. So that's always my challenge to reach out to a lot. Yeah, of you know, that there needs to be a, uh, a, a globalized hashtag language you know that everyone uses like c++ you know <laughs> let's just come up with a hashtag language that we all use and it all means the same exact thing so we can yeah. reach everybody mm -hmm. yeah and how do you promote yourself as a writer because i feel it's different like to promote yourself and promote a book do you have a different strategy because you do like a lot of other things too right um 
you know, everyone knows me as that guy that's done everything and doesn't have anything in his bucket. You know, everyone has a bucket list. Yeah. I've done it. I've done everything. There's nothing I haven't done. So when I say, hey, I, I wrote a book, everyone's like, yeah. And what else, <laughs> what else, what else haven't you? you done? You know, I thought you already did that, you know. Um, to market myself as an author, um, that is... That's interesting. I don't think I have a uh, a backup plan on that. I think I'm just going to to go the way I go, and I think it's important um, not to pigeonhole yourself and to say, you know, I'm I'm a storyteller. I'm still a storyteller, um, and this book, at technically written by Stephen Radford. So, even though it is my uh, my essential my story essentially and and I did have input and we did go back and forth and I designed the cover and um, it gives a lot away of the book the cover does but you don't know it <laughs> so you know you ever stare at a cover you're reading a book and you're like who is this little guy in the very background you know and then like <laughs> chapter 34 you're like that's that guy oh there he is you know yeah there's some elements on the book cover um very interesting so uh it's one of those things as you're reading it it'll unfold okay but yeah i i don't think i'll i don't think I'll, I'll market myself any different uh if i said if i was marketing myself as only a, an author or a writer um i think that would be misleading uh just like yeah. um if uh you know uh, madonna were to say i wrote a book also, I'm Madonna, you know, I'm also <laughs> sing and write and, and yeah. dance and perform. It's always hard like to present like a, a persona where you do so many different things. Like I feel it's a challenge for me because I'm like, I, I have like a day job that I enjoy and then I'm a writer and I'm a painter. So it's hard to kind of blend that in. And I like how you found like a simple way to say it. You're a, a storyteller. Yeah, I, I haven't you know, found that's, quite yet the, the right think, term for myself. Uh, you know, I think, uh, and I, you know, I'll tell you, you're, you're probably way more than just a writer, you know, and I think you know that. Yeah, so, but I don't know how to pin it, like, just in one sentence. I don't think you need to. I think I no? got lucky. Yeah, <laughs> I think you can, you can say I'm a writer and I uh, also, you know, sculpt, you know, or... Yeah. I've heard about this term, the slasher, writer, slash, yes, yes. like feminist, slash, podcaster, slash. I was, I was that guy for the longest time. And about <laughs> 10 years ago, I changed it uh, to have, you know, instead of writer, director, producer, illustrator, animator, I combined it all into one thing. And it said the idea guy. Yeah. Because I wasn't quite, I didn't understand that I was a storyteller. I, was, I thought maybe I'm just this idea guy. I come up with these these ideas that I think are great. Um, other people think are harebrained schemes and, but I always make them come to fruition. So they yeah. always happen. Like it took me, uh, it took me a lot to get this giant spotlight behind me. I choreographed it with the sun perfectly just for your show, <laughs> but you know, it's a great effect, you know, it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. When you move a little bit, it changes. Oh, so oh, there he is. There he is. So, uh, <laughs> the book is just coming out. One of the questions is, do you have other sources of income? So obviously you just named like quite a few titles that you have. I do. Yeah. I work for a, uh, I work for a morning show. 
uh, local TV station here. Uh, and the morning show is called Morning Break. And um, I'm the guy that they put up on a hot air balloon. Um, or I'm the guy that explores the history of Savannah. Or I, uh, I go into a haunted house at night and see if there are any ghosts. Or I go to um, uh, a, Have a you state met some park. Ghosts? Oh, yeah. Oh, plenty. 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 <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a lot of stuff that happens that people just they don't know about. We don't know what they are really, but but there's something help happening. You know, there's stuff going on. And so, what other writing projects are you currently working on? I just started uh, another book. I'm on chapter three now, and it's going smoothly. It's um, it's a more personal book, you know, and the characters are are probably for the young reader to high school type uh, concept. Again, it's I'm writing in, or, uh, it's a novel. It, yeah. It's a novel and it's got a, it, it's got an end. Um, it's about, um, it's about a group. Uh, no, it's about uh, people and beings that were alive uh, that we don't know about, but we already know about but we don't know that we know about them during the flood. So it takes place during the Noah's Ark flood. Okay. But it's not about Noah's Ark and it's not about, it's about other beings that were alive at the time. Okay. And they didn't make it on the boat. So we don't. I'm not, no. I'm only, I do, <laughs> I, I'm a history guy. So I do a lot of um, research. Okay. And there's a lot of things that people don't know, a lot of mistranslations in different books, and they all came together, and I put it together and went, that is crazy. I'm writing a book. <laughs> That's also so, intriguing. It is. It's, it's, it's something that'll blow your mind because it's right there in front of our face, and it's been there for thousands of years. So I'm telling it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I can't wait to read it. And I can't if, wait to write it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it has, you have to write it first, but it sounds really interesting. And if people want to know more about you, where can they connect? So I want, to, I want you to say the title of your book again, because mm -hmm. uh, just to make sure that people understand it right. And right then where can they connect? Okay, so the book is called Semblance Anon. It's okay. a mouthful. Um, <laughs> and that gives away the entire story. Uh, however, uh, Semblance Anon, it's a sci-fi uh, book uh, that takes place in the, in the not too far away future. So there's no laser guns and things like that. It's very real. Like Honda and Polaroid make it all the way into the future. Those are two companies that, that I can guarantee are in the book. Um, but uh, it's not a product placement book either. I just, I believe these <laughs> products make, they stand the test of time. I think Honda so will be around. You hold stock for those companies. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did get a, uh, an endorsement from Polaroid. So after <laughs> they read it, they gave us the, uh, the okay to run with it. And yeah. so that's kind of a weird, cool thing. I don't know why I yeah. did that. I just wanted to make sure it was cool that we did it. But um, so it's called Semblance Anon. And uh, it'll be out in the next week and a half or two weeks. Um, definitely by the end of August, it'll be on Amazon. Uh, you'll be able to search that. And, or you can follow me on Instagram, a break with Brian, B-R-I-A-N. So 
yeah, go on Instagram, a break with Brian, and I will be sharing uh, the book cover very soon and a link to where you can get it. And um, maybe a lot of the behind the scenes, because it, it was originally a short film, I storyboarded most of it. So there's a lot of drawings that might give away part of the book if you see the, the drawing. It might not. It might entice you. I don't know. <laughs> okay, perfect. So I'll make sure I'll share those links in the show notes. Wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing your experience with us. Oh, anytime. And please write your book. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to share it with me by leaving me a review. If you're ready to publish your book, let me take your hand in my course, How to Self-Publish on Amazon. I will show you every step you need to take to successfully go through the publishing process on the platform. Keep on writing, 